Are you in perimenopause or menopause and have questions? My co-host Andrea Donsky has a podcast called Menopause Reimagined, where she answers your questions about this phase of life. So stay tuned at the end where I will share five minutes of her amazing podcast and there will be a link in the show notes where you can go and listen to the whole episode. Andrea is brilliant and she has worked so hard and knows her stuff. So be sure to check out Menopause Reimagined after this episode of Health Power. Thanks. I've got aches and pains. I think a lot of people do. Joint pain comes as we get older, muscle pain. I notice I get really tight when I lift weights. Now, I have been in PT for a while, and so it is better than it was because I am religious about doing my exercises. But in addition to my PT exercises, I want to do more. So I was super excited when I got the book by our Jiffy Body, The 10-Minute System to Avoid Joint and Muscle Pain. Hi, Bart. Hi, Lisa. How's it going? It's good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's nice to have you on. Okay. So I have to ask, what is your background? And then I want to jump into how you discovered these exercises and why these are so efficient and helpful for uh, restoring joint pain or restoring muscle strength and all that good stuff. Right. Yeah. My background is a little bit unusual. I practice something called exercise therapy. And I got into this field over 20 years ago because I had several years of chronic pain and, and I spent countless amounts of money and time trying to seek out experts to get back on track. And eventually I met a guy who was able to help me do just that. He's a guy, his name was Sean McCarver and unfortunately he's no longer living, but I like to think of Sean, he became a great friend, but when I first met him, I realized, wow, this guy is the ultimate human body mechanic. Oh, I was thinking, I mean, I read the book, but for other people, I was like, Jiffy, Jiffy, I'm like, why? Oh, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So for for me, it was kind of miraculous when I met him because I had been to all these amazing people with tons of degrees. And they weren't really able to help me that much. And then I met Sean, and for him, it was just easy. He um, was able to help me get back on track. And I was so impressed with what I learned from him that I apprenticed with him for a couple years. And then I've been using those techniques I learned from him for over 20 years now to help my own clients. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, in the book, you have common causes of muscle imbalance. Share some of these with us. Great. The number one cause of muscle imbalance, which can lead to dysfunction and pain, are the repetitive activities that we can all practice. So a real simple example would be, let's say a golfer, even a right-handed golfer is always going to swing from one side, from the right side, and they could swing thousands and thousands of times from that side, and and that's going to cause muscle imbalance eventually for, in that case, the muscles that stabilize the hips and the back and the shoulders. But the, the number one most common repetitive activity that we all practice is actually sitting. You know, sitting is, it can be destructive. If you sit, let's say, on average eight hours a day, in a year, that's at least 2,900 hours of sitting. Oh, gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it can have a profound effect on all of us. I sit a lot as well at my computer, just like just about everyone, or in our cars, or even hunched over typing on our cell phones. <laughs> and when you sit that much, 
a, a simple example of what can result is there's three major muscle groups in your body that can excessively tighten. And that can pull your body structure off balance, create muscle imbalance, and that can cause aches and pains. Yeah, it absolutely does. You know, one of the things that uh, my daughter was going to PT for is she's a toe walker. And it really did help, you know, doing those calf stretches every day and then doing some other stretches and then working or, you know, strengthening or stretching her hamstrings. And it's it's amazing. You know, I I do about an hour every other day of both. I use weights for my leg exercises. And then I do about a good half hour of stretching. And I hold each stretch on the same leg for four times for 20 seconds. And it seems like it's forever, but I can't tell you how much better I move. Yeah, yeah, it can make such a profound difference. And that gets back to the title of the book, Jiffy Body, because it's a 10-minute system once you get it down, once you have the system. And so it's not like you're stuck having to go to a class or spending lots of money on that. But in 10 minutes, you can create some really quick, profound changes for your body that will make you feel better right away. Well, first of all, I want to talk about the way you have the book laid out. You have part one, our body bridge and the pain alarm. Part two, why Jiffy Body works for you. And part three, inspect your parts. So when you're looking at part one, we talked about the muscle imbalance. You talked about your experience with common pain. We talked about the common causes of muscle imbalance. And then you talk about restoring and maintaining muscle balance. And I feel like that's what I've been doing through my PT, although it takes a really long time. And what you just said a moment ago, did you really say 10? minutes i'm just blown away <laughs> yeah absolutely so in and here's the the caveat to the system and i'm you've experienced this in order to benefit from the information you need to practice it but definitely the system is designed to quickly go through all your major parts from your feet to your ankles to your knees to your hips uh, to your your back your shoulders your neck and your major muscle groups that work for those parts and, and so can you spend more time practicing if you want to? Absolutely, you can. But at least when you learn the system and you've got it down and you can run through it in roughly 10 minutes, then you can benefit all those parts very quickly, definitely. Oh, that's really great. Well, let's jump into some of those. So you've got, if you're looking at uh, part three, inspect your parts, you've got ankles and feet, knees, hips, and lower back, back health and spinal range of motion, upper back, neck, brain, shoulders, and wrists. One of the things also that's going on with my daughter is her posture is really, really bad. And I will tell her to sit up and she's like, mommy, it's hard. It's like, yeah, because you're all crouched over and your muscles are weak. So let's start there. What do you do with somebody with a postural issue? Absolutely. And that's a perfect example of muscle imbalance that for a lot of us is caused by sitting. First of all, gravity is trying to pull us towards the ground. Right. (laughs) And when we sit, we all tend to slope towards kind of that hunchback position. And what happens is when you're sitting, for all of those hours, your upper front muscles excessively tighten, and then your upper back muscles actually get overstretched. And over time, that's what allows your head, shoulders, and neck to start pulling forward off center, you know, pulling us towards becoming like a hunchback kind of. <laughs> Eventually, that's possible. But the good news, it's easy, super easy to counteract. So one of the stretches that by using the system to create that balance is to stretch those upper front muscles, the chest muscles and the front deltoid there. Because if you think of those muscles as like cables, 
that hang on to your structure, your bones and joints. If they're excessively tight, they're going to pull on those bones and joints and pull them off balance. I've always been taught that you're supposed to hold each stretch for 20 to 30 seconds. So if you're telling me you can go through your body in 10 minutes, I'm just trying to give us an idea for people that I I want them to get the book. Again, Jiffy Body, the 10-minute system to avoid joint muscle pain. And I know it's hard because there's no visuals, but can you describe some of the stretches that you do and how long you hold them for? Absolutely. And also, if on my site as well, if you if people wanted to see some of the practice positions, I've been doing short videos in the blog section. So that'll, that'll really give people a simple idea of how easy this stuff is. It's totally a non-workout. Uh, but my website is jiffybody.com, and then there's a blogs tab there, and, and I have several of the practice positions up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I could describe one of them. So like if you're going to stretch your upper front muscles – you could put your hand against a wall. Let's say if you put your right hand against the wall and kind of rotate it away from the wall slightly, you'll feel that stretch in the upper front, the pectoralis muscles on the right side. So that's, that's the first part of the equation, stretching out the tight upper front muscles. The second part of the equation to counteract, you know, having that hump in our upper back would be to activate and shorten the upper back muscles. So we're not going to stretch. It's not entirely a stretching program. Actually, on those upper back muscles, they're overstretched on just about everyone. So we want to activate. So like with your daughter, for example, she would want to do something to activate and shorten those muscles. And that's really simple too. You would do kind of a rowboat type action with your arms where you're pulling your arms towards your core, towards your trunk. And, and as you, and you may, you've probably seen that at physical therapy, people pulling on the rubber band, they pull with their arms kind of in a rowboat motion towards their body. That's going to activate and shorten those upper back muscles that are getting overstretched. Oh, wow. Yeah, it does make such a difference. I mean, stretching is so huge. So what you, what I would say is that what you've done is you've taken existing stretches, it looks like, from seeing some of these, but then some of them I haven't seen before. So talk to us about that. Yeah, absolutely. That gets into the second part of the plan. So the first part is let's practice and create better muscle balance. And then the second part of it is let's practice something called joint range of motion. And so those are probably the ones that didn't look as familiar. And the reason joint range of motion is so critical is it's one of those situations where if you don't use joint range of motion, you lose joint range of motion. And if you're losing it, you're way more likely to experience problems, aches, pains, stiffness, swelling, nerve impingement, and joint problems. So some of the practice positions are, there's one in there, it's called toe circles. That's one you may have seen before where you're kind of drawing a circle Mm -hmm. with your toes and it's stupidly simple, (laughs) but if you go low in both directions, you're not only practicing joint range of motion for the ankle, but you're activating lower leg muscles that will actually stabilize your ankles and your knees and your feet. That's great. (laughs) Once you have had a wonderful dog, a life without one is a life diminished. That's a quote by author Dean Coots, and I couldn't agree more. I want my wonderful dogs to live as long as possible, and what they eat plays a huge role in their health and longevity. Kibble is full of seed oils that wreak havoc on our dog's health. 
They damage their microbiome, which affects digestion, oral health, their skin and coat, and more. And that's why I feed my dog, Benji, Yemwoof. Their air-dried food is GMO-free and has an inflammation-reducing recipe with omega-3 and coconut oil. It's all the benefits of fresh food without the fridge, carbs, fillers, seed oils, and other inflammatory ingredients you see in other brands. Yum Woof obsessively crafted a healthy, low-carb food with humanely raised USDA meat, eggs, and other non-GMO superfoods that my dog loves. Try the number one air-dried dog food for gut health for 50% off a trial of Yum Woof. That's 50% off a trial of Yum Woof. Go to www.yumwoof.com. That's www.yumwoof.com. You and your dog will be so glad you did. In the book, you've got practice light and then you've got practice medium. Talk to us about this. And then practice medium plus. Yes, exactly. I recommend for everyone when they start out, just go through practice light first because it's the easiest system and that's the 10 minute system. And then what I've included, because most people that practice this, love it. Like if you try it for a month, you'll be hooked. (laughs) (laughs) You'll want to start your day with it because you'll realize it's creating immediate benefit. It's, you know, tuning up your joints and your major muscle groups. Um, So you'll be sold. So for those people who really love it and want to practice a little bit more, I included practice medium and medium plus, which have a few more practice positions. Oh, that's great. Now, how long did it take you to put these programs together? You know, I've been teaching the system for over 20 years, but it took me three years to write this book. And it's not, you know, a super long book, but I want it. I wanted to condense and simplify the information as much as possible. Yeah, because you want it to be able to be accessible. And what's so great, too, is in the back, what I love is that you have the whole like the whole session Right. And but they're all just little pictures. But then you could go back and see the page with it and, re, you know, see what if we want to read more description. Yeah, that, that that's exactly right. And when I started the book, I wanted I wanted it to be all about practice. You know, I wanted to teach right. the system, but I wanted to make sure that people understood the key thing is you actually practice it. Yeah. You have to, that's the thing, right? I mean, I remember for years I'd go to PT because my knees don't track right and I have arthritis in my knees and I would go to PT and I would do it for a while and then I would stop and then I'd be like, why do my knees hurt again? And then, and I know better, but suddenly in, in June, it was like, I found a really good PT. I thought, man, this guy knows his stuff. And I said, you know what, Shane, I promise I am doing these. And I have been doing them every other day because that's what it's supposed to be since June and it is now December and I'm just going to keep it going. And I do I want to do them every every other day? No, they're tiring. It's hard. But boy, what a difference. I went snowshoeing twice this week. I had no knee pain. And that's why if you find a practice that works and I'm going to incorporate yours as well, what a difference it makes in your body and the things that you're able to do. Absolutely. You know, it just enables you to do the things that you really love to do in life. And that was a big intent for the book as well is, hey, this is not a workout. This will enable you to, you know, go hiking, snowshoeing, golfing, you know, do all your favorite activities. Now, these are stretches, correct? So where would you recommend that? What like what do you like to do for actual building muscle? Because this is more about balancing the muscles. But what if you have weak muscles, you do the program, but you're like, I'm still kind of weak. What do you recommend? 
Absolutely. This is about creating better body mechanics. So that's the first part of it. And then for a lot of people, because I've worked with a lot of people who hurt, who have joint and muscle problems, and that's a real impediment to exercising or getting a little leaner to using their body more. So the initial big benefit is if your body mechanics improve, you can use your body more. If you use your body more, you're going to burn more calories and use more muscle. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Yeah. So I get into the book a little bit as well. You don't have to go to a gym. I do like to work out. It's something I enjoy doing. But if you create better body mechanics and just make a commitment to use your body more throughout the day, you're going to be building muscle using your body. Yeah. So good point. Yeah. Chores aren't something we all look forward to, but they're an opportunity to use your body with a variety of movement, which is positive. And you're using muscle to, you know, get around and rake leaves or, you know, uh, vacuum dust, do all these different things. Yeah. I think it's amazing how many people aren't connecting their chronic pain to the muscle imbalances and aren't able to see that if you could implement something like your program, the Jiffy Brody, that it can make a big difference. You know, I think a lot of people, when they have chronic pain, it's tough because you're, you're, you get kind of afraid. You know, my mother lived with chronic pain yeah. uh, for so many years. Uh, fortunately, she passed away. It wasn't related to the chronic pain, but and it just, it's just heartbreaking because I remember her doing her knee exercises, these different exercises, but eventually she would stop. And then you get kind of nervous to try new things because what if you get more hurt? And, and I'm, I'm assuming you've heard that from people. Absolutely. You know, and that's the background I, I come from is I hurt for a long time. I actually, my shoulder became so bad at one point I had to learn to write with my other hand. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I can relate to pain. I lost roughly half the muscle mass in the upper right hand side of my body <laughs> before I got fixed. So I, I work with a lot of people who have pain, and I understand that fear as well of, wow, am I going to you know kick off that inflammation pain cycle again? And, and definitely one thing I recommend in the book is a, a golden rule, essentially, is if something hurts or doesn't feel right, don't force it. Oh, that's, yeah, you need, I know that whole no pain, no gain is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It And the problem with pain is pain creates inflammation and inflammation creates more pain. Right. And then you end up in this vicious cycle. You don't want to do anything. Absolutely. You know, one of the things I love too is how you utilize the couch. You can do a quadriceps, you can do a hip, you can do something called the wishbone. I love that quadriceps stretch. I did that. That felt really nice. Yeah, that, that, I love that one as well. And you can use your couch to make your body better. That's pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) Now, some of these I've seen in yoga, which is nice. And I've seen in Pilates, which is great too. Yeah, there's definitely similar practice positions that, that I incorporate, you know, that people have done probably for thousands of years. (laughs) Now, who is this beautiful woman in the book? That was a model actually I hired. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. that's you in the book. You look great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're in really good shape because you're all balanced. Yeah, I'm balanced out. I try to use my body a lot. And, um, you know, and, and to get back to kind of what you were asking before, like, what do you recommend for improving muscle? I definitely do train people towards that level as well. 
the key first step is to create better balance. Like we've been talking about for your body. It's kind of like when you have a level foundation for a house, then you can build a really nice house. Yes. I was thinking that. Yeah. And when you have a better foundation with muscle balance and effective joint range of motion for your body, you can more safely weight train. You can, you know, move towards doing more aggressive activities where you're going to have to work your muscles harder. Yeah. I was thinking that because the problem for so many people is they have the muscle balances and they go and lift weights, they go and and do different workouts. They don't stretch afterwards and then they just get tighter and more uncomfortable and then things become painful and then they stop rather than saying, okay, I need a level playing field. Let's get these muscle imbalances in order. Yeah, that, that is absolutely true. And, And we've all met people who have really hurt themselves working out, right? Either in the gym or even in a yoga class or, you know, I've heard tons of people who've done yoga who've gotten hurt. And that kind of gets into a third part of the system, which is really cool, is when you go through it, you learn how to identify weak points on your body. Oh, cool. Tell us more about that. So it becomes self-diagnostic, kind of like a 28-point inspection for a car. You know, the mechanic will go, well, okay, these parts need a little tuning up here and there, or, you know, replace this fluid. And with with your body, when you go through the 10-minute system, let's say you're practicing shoulder range of motion, and you notice that, wow, I have restricted range of motion on my left shoulder. And, oh, yeah, that's the one that usually bothers me a little bit more. You'll, you'll start correlating things where, Either you identify you lack muscle balance or you lack joint range of motion and you'll be able to correlate it to, oh yeah, that's the part that that's been bothering me a little bit. Yeah. See, that's incredible. Yeah. It gives you really effective self-knowledge to start for starters. And then by using the system, you can actually improve your weak points before you put pressure on them let's say in the gym or skiing or, you know, doing something athletic, or even if you trip on a curb, right, that's kind of an explosive activity on your ankle. (laughs) Oh, it definitely is. Oh, I hate when I'm walking and my ankle, you know, go it like flips to the side and then flips back up. Oh, right. Oh, that's so so painful. (laughs) So you can prepare those weak points that you identify. So you start to have a much better chance to handle uh, stressful activities on your body. Yeah, that makes such a big difference. How many years did you live with chronic pain, Bart? You know, it was in the two to three year range, probably three years by the time I finally got back on track. It was awful. (laughs) Oh, God, it sounds terrible. Like I said, I lived it with my mom and it's just tragic because it it just makes you feel so hopeless. Yeah, and and that's one of the reasons uh, initially I really enjoyed getting into this field was to help people who are suffering. There's a lot of satisfaction, you know, helping people get back on track. By the way, I love your sense of humor. You have some comic drawings in here. One of them looks like you and you're giving the book to a zombie and it says, so simple, it works for everyone, even a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was going to say, zombies kind of have that hunchback thing going. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And I love to, uh, Part three, inspect your parts. You have a woman and there's a guy stretching. He has his hand on a chair, his knees bent in front of him. It says, Hey, nice gastro. What is that? Gast- I can't even pronounce it. Gastronemius? Yeah, nice gastrocnemius. <laughs> <laughs> did you come up with those? Yeah, I did. I mean, the the captions, but I I hired a cartoonist, yeah. 
Yeah, it's really funny. Well, Bart, are you doing this like one-on-one with people or is it just through your book? I mean, how does this work? Yeah, I do work with people one-on-one and I can even consult people through the internet as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then I, I go to businesses and help them avoid workers' comp injuries and I do talks on, on these topics and, and the, just to try to get the information out there. Well, how do people find your fantastic book and how do they get more information about you? Oh, yeah, great. They could visit my website and that's jiffybody.com. And there's two apps in Jiffy Body. And if they just wanted to learn about the book, they could go to book.jiffybody.com. And the Jiffy Lou people didn't give you any trouble? No, no problem. I, yeah, I actually have a trademark on the name. Nice. Oh, that's great. Well, I encourage everyone to do this because so many of us are sitting around feeling, you know, as a matter of fact, I'm sitting here right now and I have this like crick in the middle of my back. I'm like, what the hell did I do? I slept funny or I walked the dogs wrong or I don't know, but I need to start my Jiffy Body. I need to get in on this with my PT stuff. Jiffy Body, the 10 minute system to avoid joint and muscle pain. Bart, thank you so much for coming on. This is really great stuff. Thank you so much, Lisa. That that was really fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed speaking with you. People can uh, find the book again, go and get it. You can find me at Lisa Davis MPH. I really want to talk about insulin because mm-hmm. insulin resistance and one thing for myself, and I've started taking a supplement called Berberine, which I have to tell mm-hmm. you has changed my life. Jen, changed my life because a hundred percent I was on the road to that insulin resistance. And now taking berberine has literally from a weight perspective, but also blood sugar balance. Oh my gosh. We're going to put links below to everything that Jen has mentioned, mentioned today and the same thing that we're talking about. So that way you can easily find them, but talk about insulin resistance and the importance of that blood sugar balance, because this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, listen, it is important from the time we are born all the way through. It's, you know, if you have kids who are having tantrums and that, the first question you need to ask yourself is, are they thirsty and are they hungry? Because if blood sugar is unbalanced in any of us, we know this is where the term hangry comes from. And so it's really important that you start your day off when you do begin to consume food in a blood sugar balanced way, because you can't catch up with it at night. It'll find you. It'll find you in your sleep. So I really love, and again, I don't know you, I don't know your health history and what's going on, but if we don't get our blood sugar under control, it will be the the thread that is being pulled in every other capacity of your health. It'll impact how much cortisol your body will produce, adrenaline you'll produce, your satiation hormones, leptin and ghrelin, those cravings that you just can't seem to manage. It's not your self-control. It is your hormones. They are running the dashboard. And so if you can try to think about every meal that you have, do I have fat, fiber, and protein at every single meal? PFF, protein, fat, and fiber. That's how you can remember it. Typically what I would recommend, again, I don't know if you're a shift worker, what your lifestyle is, is you have three meals a day, possibly a snack in the afternoon. One of the problems is that people have, because years ago, the, the, the information that was out was eat six small meals a day. It stokes your metabolic system. What we now know is what we were stoking was the insulin fire. We were constantly producing insulin, which has created a lot of people to now be hypoglycemic, which means you can't go more than a couple hours without getting a headache, feeling shaky, nauseous, and unwell. If you have those symptoms, listen to what I'm saying. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, probably a snack in the afternoon, but something 
small. And the reason I say that is most people are going six hours, maybe seven between lunch and dinner. You need something to anchor you around probably three or four o'clock. If not, you will, as you're making dinner, inhale whatever else is not nailed down and then also eat dinner. So you're having two meals. You're also less likely when you get into that low blood sugar state, your body is not like, I need a salad so bad right now. Your body is like, where's the baker's chocolate? <laughs> where is the, where are the sweets? Where like you'll even go for gross things just because you are so hungry. Chocolate bars, the candies, whatever it is. Right? Any of it, yeah, carbohydrates, up, crackers. Right? Yeah, anything. And this is the thing is we're looking for something that's going to break down quickly because your body is go it's going low and it's looking for a drug. It needs a pick me up. So you have to get in front of this. So start your day off. Do not start your day off with a bagel and butter or you know, cereal by itself. You have to, again, where's the protein, the fat, and the fiber? Every single meal. Um, and staying hydrated as well too. So it's really important. And I promise you, if you can do this, if you can try this out, a little social experiment for the next seven days, three meals a day, possibly that snack in the afternoon, try to shorten the eating window. So you're really only eating over maybe like a 10 hour period, which would look like maybe you eat from um, you know eight in the morning until 6 p.m. at night. 